everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where this is my inaugural show from our TNX studio, and it's great to be here. Good morning, folks. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, host of That's Life, and the voice and face of Breaking Bread Oven on Instagram, and the head of social responsibility at Cross River. You can find me here every Thursday after Allison, and right before Yessi Zweig's live lunch. So today is Yom HaShoah Vehagvura, and we, of course, take an opportunity to um to to mourn and to remember and to do our part to keep the memories of all those who were lost and who were perished and who were whose lives were taken um we do our part to to make sure that their memories um that their memory lives on and um Nahum had an absolutely beautiful show this morning and um and we thank him for that so many of us experience Yom HaShoah starting with JM and the AM, honestly, myself included, helps frame the day. And even though we will be talking about Yom HaTzmoet with our guest today, Yami Shachter, I do want to take a moment to to sort of start the show appropriately before we morph into our conversation about Quizrael and Yom HaTzmoet next week. So in, in starting to bridge that gap, I had the opportunity to be in Israel for Chag HaPesach, for Pesach. It was an absolutely beautiful Chag. Um, and to to share a personal, two personal notes for a second. Number one, it was, um, as to be expected, it was my kids' first opportunity to be back in Israel since COVID. And it was truly very special to be able to have this this family experience together, very honestly. Uh, even though Stephen and I had had the opportunity to be in Israel for that hot second that Israel was open in November, this was the first time we were able to go as a family. And it was truly amazing to 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 that we pulled this off. I mean, think about what it what it takes now to travel anywhere, right? You need negative COVID tests, you need this, you need that, you need everything. So many things have to fall in place. So of course when we landed, I had a massive exhale, a deep sigh couple of a couple of moments of tears and uh, just tremendous tremendous relief because it really is it really is a bracha it's not something we we certainly should take we should ever take for granted and um, we spent the seder in a communal seder at the hotel and when the seder was over and it's a room of I don't know six seven hundred people who were there um, in Haifa, actually, when when the Seder was over, we all sang Hatikva. Now, I don't, in Woodmere, I don't end my Seder usually and sing the Hatikva with my family. But there was something exceedingly powerful of um, of that experience. That experience was was amazing. We all stood and we all sang the Hatikva together. So that was that was something I wanted to share. The other thing I wanted to share was that uh, if you saw my Facebook post, I had the opportunity to dedicate a um, dedicate a bench in memory of my mother, Dr. Vivian Mann, whose yard site is actually next week. It's Olive ER. And my we were all there. Me and my kids and Stephen and actually my mother's two siblings and their spouses, they were all there. It was and a couple of my cousins. It was a true bracha. Uh, again, everything falling into place in time at the Israel Museum where they struggled for so many reasons to be able to get the stone, the dedication stone in time, and it was there, and they pulled it off, and my thanks to them. And it was really a beautiful tribute to her that we were able to all be there together, and it was a and it's a befitting tribute to her if you um you know, if you uh, if you if you look at the whole picture, and we were be the the fact that 
we were able to make this donation and dedication in Israel would have also been something, not just at a museum, but in Israel would have been something that she liked very, very much. She would have been very proud of this. So, um, uh, mommy, your, your neshama should have an aliyah and, um, and yeah, let's go through, <laughs> let's go through the national holidays. Of course, as I mentioned, it's Yom HaShoah V'Hagvura. It's also national superhero day. So if there's a superhero in your life, make sure to recognize them. It's also National Teach Your Children to Save Day. I would assume that means financially. Let's be responsible. Let's start that at a young age. It's also World Day for Safety and Health at Work. It's Take Your Daughters and Sons to Work Day. That's the fourth Thursday of every April. Who knew that? And it is International Girls in Information and Telecommunication Technologies Day. That is... That is a long title. That is a very, very long title. I also do want to mention that it's Schlissel Challah Week. Yes, the Shabbos after Pesach is Schlissel Challah Week. Listen, I don't do the whole Yehi Ratzon. I don't do the whole thing. I do bake a key in one of my challahs. I do do that. Not because I think, honestly, that anything is going to come from it, but because I think it's fun. That's really where I'm about. But if you check Breaking Bread Oven on Instagram before Shavis, you'll be able to see what I came up with. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network, and you have heard Nachum talk about it. You've seen it on Facebook. You've seen it everywhere. Quizrael is coming to a, I don't know, Yomatz to you, near you, for you. It's exciting. It's really exciting. Nefesh Benefesh is has launched, is launching first time ever Quizrael, a world world <laughs> a worldwide trivia game benefiting Nefesh Benefesh organization. It comes on Yomatsmaut, May 5th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. You play, you watch, you donate, you win. It's really very straightforward. You join the fun, you prove your pop quiz prowess. Tune in live to the live stream. Follow all the action. Players and spectators of all ages are welcome. It's $18 per donation. You go to Quizrael, Q-U-I-Z-R-A-E-L.com to learn more. And, of course, to register now. Now, the mind, the brain, the creative genius behind this joins us right now. It is Yummy Shachter, who is the director, producer, I mean, dreamer, behind charity bids and so many other of the unbelievable opportunities that we have seen over the last two years in so many different ways. You've heard him before. You've heard him earlier this week on the air with Nahum on JM and the AM, and he joins us today. Yummy, good morning. Good morning. How are you, Miriam? I am well. Thank you for joining me. Congratulations on this unbelievable idea. Thank you. You actually sell it better than I do. So I have an idea. I was wondering if I should host the radio show and you could push this uh, game show. Well, I, I would never have come up with this idea that I'm just not that good. I'm not that creative. That's for sure. But tell me how you came up with this idea in the first place. Who reached out to who? Nefesh came to you. They were looking for something. They knew where to go. I mean, how did this all evolve? Um, Nefesh came to me. Uh, they were looking for... Uh, a way to kind of own Yomad's mood. They wanted a way, some sort of event that they could engage people around the world in um, to tie Nefesh Benefesh to Yomad's mood and for people to associate the two, which obviously makes a lot of sense. Right. And they were looking for something that can engage people of all backgrounds, people of all age demographics, people of all religious affiliation. Uh, anyone who supports Israel and loves Israel is something for everyone of all ages to 
participate in. And they also wanted something. This was a very specific ask. Uh, you know, we can't just do uh, an idea or an event that maybe works once. You mm. got to bring us an idea that be- could become an annual event and an annual tradition. So, you know, I joked with them and I said, you know, so basically what the Chafetz Chaim Heritage Foundation to is to Tishvav, you want to be the Elmas Moot. I got it. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's how, uh, you know, we started thinking. I have a very creative team behind me. We had a couple of brainstorming sessions and then this finally hit. And I think, you know, part of it also was we all thought back to what were assemblies and programming like on Yomad Smut in the schools that we went to. And no one was really able to come up with anything substantial or memorable or unique or fun. You know, either did the Walk with Israel Day Parade. Maybe some schools had their own parades. Maybe you had, you know, falafel for lunch in the lunchroom and, and some music. But this is really a way to engage um, people today in the way in which they're used to consuming content today. Right. Yeah, so we're you're... delivering content that's very educational and fun and interactive, uh, short, it's quick, it moves. That's, that's what people are used to today. You're, you're bringing up so many important points. I almost hear Nahum in my head saying, you're making so many good points you don't even realize. First of all, as a kid, Yomatz Mode for me was a blue and white cupcake with a flag. I mean, the flag was on it was on a toothpick and they came out of the bakery and somebody got a white cupcake and somebody got a blue cupcake. And that's what we were given out at lunch. Now, I'm not begrudging my childhood. I guess you and I didn't go to the same school. <laughs> I have a feeling we didn't. But um, yeah. B- but yeah, that like that's my association. Right. We sang Hatikva right. together, but that's where it ended. I can't say that I that I learned anything about Israel, that I understood more about the establishment of the state after Yom Atzmot was over, I, I had a cupcake. So, you know, there, there's, there's certainly something to say about, number one, the way we approach Yom Atzmot today, and number two, the way you're, you're bringing up this unbelievable point about how we consume content. And certainly you can speak to that from two years ago, right, to now. I mean, it's a completely different world. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's many things that you're, you're able to, there's so many other things that could be done. I don't want to give away too much, but just as an example, there's one thing that we ask from each host, is, as you saw on the flyer, there's about 15 unbelievable hosts who are part of this game. All we asked from each host was to tell us, in addition to their hosting duties, one thing that you love most about Israel. So even though that's not part of the game, it's part of the education and it's part of getting people to connect emotionally to the country and connect emotionally to Nefesh Nefesh and to kind of understand it on a holistic level. Like, what does this all mean to us? We're not just playing a game and winning prizes and having fun and supporting a good cause. There's, there's so much more to this. Uh, and again, by, by delivering content in a concise, right? All I ask was give me one thing that you love most about Israel. That's it. Mm. It's concise. It's punchy. It's to the point. But when you consume an hour's worth of this sort of content, it's more than you'd get at any school assembly. It's more than you get from any speaker. And and each question, trivia question, you're learning along the way as well. You're having fun. You're not realizing that you're learning, but you are. Right. And I I can only imagine that when Nahum Siegel, who is emceeing the event, when Nahum Siegel was asked to give one thing he loves about Israel, that was probably an impossible question for him to answer. 
I don't know. Time will tell. <laughs> yeah. If he, if he had to limit tell. it down to one thing, I'm not exactly sure what his answer would be. And many, many times I'm, I'm good at answering questions for him, but this one, I don't know how he would be able to nail it down into one answer. Quizrael.com. Q-U-I-Z-R-A-E-L.com is where you get more information and where you register to play. Registration is $18. Yummy. Tell everyone what the game looks like. So imagine uh, basically a nicer, cleaner, funner Kahoot game. That's that's essentially what it's like. So we have ten we have we have ten categories of questions. Each category has five questions in it. So it could be from food, culture, politics, um, Israel and Tanakh, history, um, different categories. Each category has five questions in it, um, and that's basically there's going to be between each round. There's going to be, you know, slight commercials and messages, little things. But the entire game starts to finish. There are three games. So there's one for elementary school. Kids and schools could sign up for $750. You could sign up your entire school, which is probably a lot cheaper and a lot more fun <laughs> than any other programming that a school is going to bang their heads against the wall to try to do. Um, so we have that game for elementary schools is at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and kids could play from their own computers or devices. Today, most of these schools, kids either have their own cell phones or their own um, computers with them or tablets. Then the high school game is at 2.30. Again, high schools could sign up for all the grades and all the kids. And then later that evening, uh, individual players as adults could play um, at 8 p.m. for an $18 donation. Um, and the grand prize of that is a trip to Israel for two people, there's many other prizes as well, um, but that's it. And and obviously each game has completely different questions that are appropriate, age appropriate for the people playing that game. So the adult questions are obviously going to be a lot more challenging than the elementary questions. Right. I would I would assume they would be, but though though I have to wonder how many of the adult questions I would actually get while probably doing better at the elementary school questions. That's that's a that's a truth. I can't believe I just admitted out loud, but. But yet I did. But it's a, but it's a fabulous idea and the ability for schools to really provide quality. I mean, it goes back to the cupcakes, right? It provide a quality, comprehensive Yom HaTzmood program that that often schools struggle over. I mean, whether it's, you know, Yom HaShoah, Yom HaTzmood, Yom HaZikaron, the different Yoms that are available, how to appropriately and in a in a timely but yet exciting i mean obviously not yom Shoah, but an exciting and engaging manner for students like to bring them a new idea new programming annually that they look forward to must be a relief to a lot of schools i i hope it will be i mean it's, it's the first year so i think there are there are a lot of schools that are kind of waiting on the fence to see what's going to happen and how it's going to go which, which is understandable but um the nice thing about it also is that aside for each individual kid being able to play and aside for each individual kid who is playing to have the opportunity to win prizes themselves, there's also a sense of school pride, especially when if you're in the leaderboard, your name and you're playing during school hours, your name, your grade, and between different schools and seeing which schools are scoring better in the game. Oh. So that's something that's very exciting as well. That is very exciting. And by the way, just about the the replicability, which is that nefesh ben nefesh, uh, that element that nefesh had brought to you, it is important for you know besides the work that goes into it and the commitment that goes into it, um, in in in, devi- in devising a new program, a new project, being able to replicate the idea 
and build traction annually is is such a is such an important concept instead of a one and done we have enough one and dones but we're utilizing technology and the global community that's been established through covid to to I don't know, so, so almost like streamline this entire event, this entire day into something we can do together every year. That is, there's such a big message there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it will grow, please God, and it will become an amazing annual event. I've no, I really, really have no doubt about it. How are the? Maybe the, I'm crazy, but nah, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I would say I would say that I, you know, I, I joke that you're the, you know, the, you are the creative, the evil creative genius, right? But behind charity bids, but so many of your ideas that have that have come to fruition that that people don't even know you're behind over the last two years have just wowed us, and and I think that this is no different. Thank you, thank you. I feel the same. I think this really has all the ingredients to be incredible success. Uh, I think people are going to love the content that we have. They're going to love the questions. They're going to love the platform that we built. Um, and really by the an way, the, the spectrum of product. right, the spectrum of hosts as well. So, who excites you the most aside for Nahum? I was going to say. I mean, honestly, right after Nahum is 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 Sharansky. I mean, the fact that they're next to each other on the flyer is, to me, you know, just it's it's one and two. Now, I, there's a there's a story I can tell you off the air about an interview Nahum did with Natan Sharansky in uh, Ben Gurion Airport, which is a very funny story. But he is he's he's an icon. He's a hero. He is uh, uh, the poster child for why we should be so proud of having a state of Israel. I mean, there are so many important people here, right? And I'm sure Lior Sushard, Sushard could make them all disappear. But um, but, <laughs> but when you have Natan Sharansky on this flyer, and yes, of course, I mean, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Ambassador Friedman, who is, his, is a hero as well. But, but, you know, you have faces here. You have people who really exemplify their love of the state, both as diaspora Jews and as people who are have the blessing of living in Israel. Like there's, there's just so much here. Yeah, we really went after a very diverse group that would attract people of all ages and backgrounds and areas of interest. You know, Mayor Adoni from Food, sure. Montana Tucker, who's a TikTok star with, I think, 13 million followers. Emmanuel Shriki for the people who love the actors out there. And, and every single one of these people was also, you know, handpicked because, you know, Lizzie Sebesky is another example. They're all people who um, are, are well known, but more importantly, use their platforms to advocate for and fight for and defend Israel whenever they can. Right. And that obviously is, is most important when choosing hosts for this. You know, we could have picked anybody, but obviously we wanted people who, understand the importance of Nefesh Benefesh and who appreciate the game that we're playing and what it's all about and what it's meant to accomplish. Well, it, you you certainly accomplished that. These are people who exemplify the the meaning of Yom Atzmaut, the excitement behind this program. I mean, the only person who's missing here is Rabbi Fass himself. Well, he'll 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 make an appearance. He'll make a cameo. <laughs> don't worry. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, he 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 didn't want. Like, like a lot of founders of, of companies and organizations, at a certain point, they reach a level where they don't always want to be the face of everything. And they mm. got to, in order to grow and get to the next level, you got to hand over your brand to other people who could help propel it further and to, you know, build it further. So, um, you know, he's very, very excited about this. His team is very excited about this. 
as are we. The sponsors are very excited about, you know, everything we've shown them and everything uh, we've built. And uh, it's going to be incredible. Really, really going to be incredible. It certainly, it certainly looks exciting, that's for sure. And I imagine, by the way, that especially in terms of schools, the 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 word on the street when this is over is going to be, how did you not sign us up? How did you not sign your school up? Like, that's that's what's going to happen. For those people who missed the boat this year, they're certainly going to be on board next year. Yeah, there's no 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 doubt about it. No doubt about I agree. it. Quizrael.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-R-A-E-L.com. You have to sign up. Can you sign up, by the way? Can you sign up on the spot, like at 8 o'clock? Um, I wouldn't recommend it because, you know, then people say we didn't get the confirmation email. Oh, right. Good point. It's, it's very easy to sign up. And essentially, all you need to play the game is to enter the email that you use to, to make your $18 donation, which is how you're registered into the game. As long as your email matches the one that made the donation, you're automatically let into play. So I would not recommend signing up to the minute, although you can. Um, and I would rec- recommend that people start signing up now to make sure that they have everything they need to play next week. It's only $18. It's an amazing cause. Uh, it's a great hour of programming and fun and entertainment and education. And, uh, hey, you could win a trip to Israel. You could win What's a trip to Israel. Right. Especially now, by the way, with things opening, et cetera, et cetera. Like, yeah, you could win a trip to Israel. If you haven't gone since COVID, I, I mean, you gotta, you gotta be kidding me. You gotta, you gotta, Hey, you gotta be in it to win it. Right. That motto works very well for certain organizations. You gotta be in it to win it. <laughs> That's right. Cause Hey, you never know. Yummy Schachter. Thank you so much. Kolakavod to you. Continued Hatzlacha and everyone. Quizrael.com is where you sign up. Q U I Z R A E L. Yummy. Thank you so much. Thank you, Miriam, for having me. Have a great day. You too. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. And, of course, a full afternoon of programming continues. The live lunch hosted by Yossi Zweig begins in just a few moments. Throwback Thursday at 1 p.m. and the Encore of JM Rewind at 4 p.m. And, of course, the Arab Shabbat Show hosted by Mark Zamek begins at 7 p.m. tomorrow morning. Join Nachum as he hosts JM in the AM at 6 a.m. Malcolm Holmline joins him at 7.40 a.m. You don't want to miss that. Avrami hosts Saturday Night Tickle this Matzei Shabbos at 9 p.m. Matis, keeping that streak going, 7 a.m. Sunday morning. Yes, yes, I am a fan of Israeli music. And yes, I've been on an Israeli music kick. I, I really have. It's crazy, but it's true, and I listen to it constantly. And if we are celebrating Yom Mood and we're recognizing the day, well then, Sheer Baboker Baboker by Shlomo Artsy is the way to go. But of course, you know it as Pitom. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. Ha 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 
יולידו חופה עד שמש נחלמות משתחוות, המלחמות הפעמים. לעוד אלף שנים, מפקות במסתרים. אלף שנים צעירות לפניו, כפלט זונן כשירו עם כענף. פתאום גם אדם בבוקר הוא מרגיש כי הוא עם, הוא מתחיל כי הוא עם ומתחיל ללכת